0: We like to keep you updated at Global News. Sean O'Shea is our consumer and investigative reporter. He joins the show right now. Sean, it's always good to have you on. And this is interesting because your latest story in Global News at globalnews.ca deals with something I was talking about uh, about a week ago. It is the idea of people scamming people uh, through stealing their phone number. It's called phone porting. And basically one day you might realize that your phone doesn't work anymore. Your cell phone, you're thinking, what is going on here? That should be a huge red flag to the fact that you may have had your your phone number stolen, and this is uh, part of uh, something that would lead ultimately to identity theft. Uh, You actually have a story about cell phone porting. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
1: Good morning, Kelly. Yes, I do. Uh, We spoke to a woman uh, named Carolyn Morgan. She lives in Toronto, and last month she was at home. She doesn't usually check her text messages late at night, but... She got a text message from Rogers, and the message basically read, uh, there's been a um, a request to port your phone, and if this is not you requesting this, then get in touch. So porting your phone is, let's say you're not happy with your current provider. You get a better deal at another one. You decide you're going to keep your phone number, but you're going to take it somewhere else. Phone companies didn't let you do it years ago. They're required to now. So in her case, she gets this message and goes, but I didn't request to have my phone ported. Something's going on. So she gets on the phone, she tries to reach Roger, she sits on hold for 24 minutes, and bingo, at the 24-minute mark, her phone goes dead because at that very instant, the process, the scammers have succeeded in having her phone number stolen and taken away from her, and she's all of a sudden become a victim of this scam. It's, It's an incredibly terrifying scam considering what can happen
0: if that's the case shouldn't rogers wait and give you like a 24-hour period to respond to it because i get inundated with text messages from different people and i don't look at them like i'm not attached to my phone 24 7
1: kelly that's such a reasonable thought isn't it uh you'd want to have somebody that would positively identify that you wanted to do this when it's such a big deal Rogers and other phone companies refer to the C R T C ruling that came down in the late two thousands, around two thousand and eight, which guided the phone companies that they should try to or strive to get the phone numbers ported within a two and a half hour period, which is all well and good if the scammers aren't around. Mm-hmm. But it didn't specify the the levels of actions that they should take. And I think you're right, it's reasonable that I would expect that before my, and I've ported two phone numbers: one from a landline to another place, and one a second time. It didn't take 24 minutes. In one case, it took almost a week, and I was happy with that. I mean, I'm, I'm not in a rush for this kind of thing. The problem is when the person gets your phone number, as this woman found, they were then able to change passwords on her email because yeah. the phone number is used as a two-factor authentication. Most people, you know, who, who are trying to protect their identities are doing that sort of thing. It was terrifying for her, she said, because at one point she was trying to get her email back. She's online, and the scammer was online at exactly the same time, changing the password back and forth. Wow. Kind of like a teeter-totter. She said it was just the creepiest thing she could have imagined.
0: What is Roger saying about this, Sean?
1: They talked to us yesterday via email and through their wireless association. They said that they're following the CRTC rules. They said that they realize that there's a problem with this. They say they put additional steps in place to try to help people. But I think the reasonable step in place would be to say, listen, if you want to port your number, and this is the industry, not just Rogers, if you want to port your number, we're going to have to get you on the phone and hear you say the words at some point. Some kind of positive clarification because, you know, it's all based on a text message. If you don't call us, we're doing it. And scammers are very... Resourceful, And they are very good. And they're generally one step ahead of all these companies that try to put these
0: systems in place. You mentioned you this woman st- here getting her email uh, password changed, but she also had a charge put on her credit card.
1: She had uh, one credit card charge. She was relatively quick in being able to fix that. They did get into her bank account. Uh, <sighs> they were able to see her cloud photographs, her uh, documents that were in her email like a lot of people people store uh, personal data tax returns things like that off-site they were able to get access to all of this um, and and how how do you know when do you know that all of this stuff hasn't been breached uh, I asked Rogers whether the or she asked Rogers whether they would at least pay compensation for it getting her identity theft monitoring, which is pretty standard practice now when credit card companies, oil companies uh, have have personal information hacked. They said, we don't do that. So really? It's concerning. It's very concerning.
0: So they're, you know, leaving their client hanging when this is a, a problem that they could have solved just by making... Uh, their process a little bit harder to, to jump through. I always laugh when uh, you're getting, in, well, I don't laugh, but if the credit card company or your bank, you call them and they're like, yeah, we, we want to ask you some security questions. Is that all right? I'm like, is that all right? I demand it.
1: Absolutely. No one would, and, and Carolyn as well said, I would have been delighted if somebody would ask me questions because it verifies. I'm I'm like you. If somebody wants to get me on the phone and say before this transaction goes ahead, you know, what's your birthday? What's your mother's maiden name? All of those questions. That that protects me. That's peace of mind. But that didn't happen in this case, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. And there's been a number of these. She went to the Rogers store because she had to get a temporary phone number as part of trying to get her phone back. And again, it took 20 hours. Uh, and they said they had five cases at that store in the last month.
0: You know what I'd be doing if I was a Rogers customer? I'd be a Bell customer or a different company customer if this happened to me.
1: And the, but the problem is that many of the companies adopt the same protocol here, so you're not necessarily going to get. In this case, it was it was being ported through Bell. So the scammers had come through Bell and had asked for the number because they'd obtained enough information about this customer that they were able to get an, enough to be able to get the number ported. Okay, so were,
0: does I, the I, does, I, does the company on the other end need to do more then?
1: They all have to do more, Kelly. They all have to say before we're going to move a number, we're going to careful. We're going to make sure we've got the right customer on the phone before we let that number go. Because it once the damage is done, as you can imagine, she doesn't know whether all of her personal information has been recovered. She doesn't know if people have seen personal data, taken social insurance number data. You just don't know about these things. You just don't know. So what I advised in my story last night on Global is call your phone company and tell them, listen, put it on my file that I don't want uh, any number porting to happen on this number without my uh, specific consent. It doesn't mean they're not going to do it, but it means that if you've said that, you've now advised them what the rules are for you.
0: Let me ask you this, Sean. This is totally unrelated, because I think that, uh, you know, you've been really clear on this, on this story, but uh, every once in a while, we'll get a call from Bell. And we'll say, yeah, we've asked you not to call us and try and sell us your services. And they say, okay, well, I'm writing it down on your file here, and uh, you won't be bothered but m- until, like, three years from now. Why three years? Do you know anything about that time limit?
1: I'm not sure what that is. That, right. uh, that, sounds, ar- <laughs> that sounds arbitrary. I'm just saying, no, don't call me back. I'll call you.
0: Yeah, Sean, uh, thanks for bringing this to our attention because it's a big story and you do not know uh, that your phone has been ported until it dies normally. So keep an eye on the texts.
1: Yeah, please do. And the the other caution, Kelly, is people don't know whether the texts that are coming to their phone are legitimate in themselves. Right. He wasn't 100% sure whether this was a bogus text in itself. So you have to be so careful. And this is another reason why you have to be extremely careful because your number can disappear and then you have real problems.
0: Sean, thanks so much. I appreciate your time today.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Have a great uh, World Radio Day.
0: Cheers. Thanks.